This is the Paranormal Shift Podcast with Adam Bradford. Welcome to the Paranormal Shift Podcast. I am Adam Bradford, your host, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Paranormal Shift Podcast. Um, Today is going to be just um, paranormal stories that I found on Reddit. Um, I am going to get a um, text-to-speech thing to do it for me because I'm not a very strong reader and um, I tend to go really slow when I'm reading so it doesn't so no one understands me, so I'm going to have to use this text-to-speech. I have tried to um, read it myself, but I wasn't able to. But anyway, um, I am soon to be a paranormal investigator. Um, this podcast will be about at my um, me and my team's investigations. Um and sometimes I'll be talk about anything about the paranormal, like if it's UFOs, cryptic creatures, or like mythical creatures. Um, yeah, mythical creatures and stuff like that. Um, so we're going to get away with the first story of the episode. This story is called The Faceless Child. This happened last year, probably days or weeks before the pandemic started in China. I've always have problems with sleeping, even with prescriptions to help me stay asleep are pretty much useless. Dead time, around 2 to 3 am. In my dream, something kind of sort of whispered in my ear, wake up. Somebody's here. It felt like a bolt of lightning struck my spine that made me sit and looked at the door immediately as soon as I heard the words. A little girl was standing next to my husband who was sleeping, with a hue of a ghost if you ever saw one. Smoky grey, transparent but 4D. She began to float towards the foot of the bed, as to walk. She stopped where my foot was. I couldn't barely see her face but the details of her hair and the collar of her dress was clear. I know I have a poor vision, especially at night time, but I can see her in the dark. She doesn't have a face which I find it strange. What are you doing here? I asked. She grabbed my left ankle hard, forcing me to almost kick her with my right foot in fear, but then I woke up with me thrashing, it was a dream. Never have I seen this girl before, mind you. I told this to a friend of mine who's an empath. I showed him the sketch of the faceless child that I drew. I usually draw the nightmares I've had. Sam was quiet. Minutes later I called. Try not to freak out. He said. He sent me a pic of his deceased wife when she was only 8, same haircut, same dress, same chubby cheeks. He has been quiet because he was busy looking for his wife's pic that is similar to my sketch, hidden somewhere in his boxes full of her pics. I burst into tears, confused, I was freaking out. I've met Sam 5 years ago. He was already a widower when I met him. I don't know why I cried, but I know I was furious. Asking myself why me? She could have done this to her husband. I don't know what she wants. I'm not flirting with her husband either because I am happily married for 10 years now. I don't know why she made contact with you, she's a good woman, trust me. I think she was trying to warn you about something. He said. Then, weeks later, Sam told me that he needs to move out of the apartment, again. 
he was saddened about it, but he doesn't have a choice. Maybe that was the warning, question was left unanswered, why me? Why not him? He's in Canada, I'm down south in the US. It's not like I can save him ASAP. I know my experience will not end here. I will carry this curse for as long as I live. Wow, what a story that was. That story was by um, Sarah Crow 5 um, When I read that story, I was like, what the hell is going on there? Um, I've no never known that to happen before. Um, but I believe there has been some... Okay, I'm gonna, I told, tell a lie there. I think I have heard of it, but it's like a massive phenomenon that doesn't actually get any credit like the rest of them does. But um, but I'm speechless with that one. So I'm going to get over to the next um, story, which is called Mum, Dad, Is, is That You? This is something that actually happened to me. This was maybe three or four years ago. I was still living with my parents and I had already graduated. I was a teenager that worked nights and had nothing better to do, so of course I always stayed up all night and slept most of the day until work. Well I noticed odd things happened when mom and my siblings were gone. My dad worked nights as well and was almost always home too, but sleeping as well for the next night at work. I began to notice I'd often wake up to what sounded exactly like my mom or my dad yelling for me from downstairs. Of course I'd get up and be thinking mom got off early or dad just couldn't sleep. I'd come down the steps starting a convo and literally no one would be there. I'd even pop open the basement door, my parents' room, to see if dad was even up. Most of the time, he wasn't even awake. I often brushed it off thinking it was just me dreaming about one of them waking me up, ya know. Well one day I woke up to my mom calling my name, same drill as before, but this time. I couldn't get up, I couldn't even move. I could move my eyes to look around, but that was it. During the day, the sun would shine right into my room so it was never dark, but this time, it was almost pitch black with only the slightest bit of light slipping through my window by my closet. I saw this shadow thing grinning in the darkness by my closet. It felt like an eternity that I laid there paralyzed with fear. I was being helped down. The moment I was able to move I ran out of my room. As it turned out, my dad wasn't even home, he was out running errands and I was terrified. Not long after I had moved out, my father and I were at my grandmother's house and got on the track of paranormal experiences. Well I had never told anyone about my experiences at home. My dad started telling his story and it was literally the same as mine. He would hear my mom call his name and no one would be home. He even described the thing that would hold him down as well. So glad I moved out. Wow, that was another great story. Um, the person wanted to remain anonymous, so I respect that their wishes and um, privacy. So anyway, that something similar happens to me in this flat sometimes, but... I'm going to tell you one story that I had in this flat before. About two, three years ago, um, I had a Xbox game called Forza Horizon 4. 
and um, it went missing, and we've never been able to find it since. Um, odd thing is, we've had guests over uh, before this happened, and I've seen it when all the guests ha- have left. So I can't, couldn't point the fin- finger of anyone stolen it or any anything. So uh, about two, three days after that, I decided I wanted to play play the game. Went to get it, only to find out that it was gone. I searched everywhere around the flat and everywhere in the cupboards and everything around the flat, but I was unable to find it. So, odd things keep going missing. Um, another story is I had a um, a doll over one one time. And I thought I set it down to record um, and see what it does overnight. Um, I reviewed the footage the next morning. Um, got a few orbs and voices. The next time I went to use the camera, it didn't work. Um, it switches on, but every time I click record, the screen goes fuzzy. So I had no explanation for that uh, event either. So... Anyway, switching gears, we're going to have a music break on on uh, the Paranormal Shift podcast, um, just so I can go get some get a drink, and I will be back back with two more stories, and then that then we're going to wrap the this first episode up. So enjoy the music break. She's out of my league But how can I win? She keeps trying 
Here, there, everywhere. everywhere. You can study for a University of Birmingham online postgraduate degree from nearly anywhere in the world. A chance to develop the tools you need to accelerate your career without putting your life on hold. As one of the world's top 100 universities, enjoy world-class teaching and earn your master's degree from the comfort of your own home. Online postgraduate degrees by the University of Birmingham. Tap now to learn more. Been thinking about coming back to Spotify Premium? Now that's a great idea. With unlimited skips, ad-free listening, and offline mode, upgrading to Premium is a no-brainer. Listen to any song, anywhere, anytime, without any limits. Ready to go Premium? Tap the banner to learn more.
And we are back from our music break. Um, I hope you um, had a good time in the music break. I hope you managed to figure out all the spooky stories that we've had so far. So I'm going to move on to the next story. It's called I'm I'm Definitely Haunted. And, I, and when I l- listened to this, I was like, oh, my God. I'm not going to say anything yet until the end of the story, but here it is. I'm definitely haunted. So I've always thought my house was haunted. I would always hear movement in the kitchen when I'm home alone. My mother and I would often hear as if someone was stomping on the roof above my room. I had a closet door open by itself as I was looking directly at it and while taking a shower the door slammed open and no one was home. My mom has had sleep paralysis since she was a child and she sees what she thinks are demons. When she was little she would see them floating at a distance laughing at her and as she got older they got closer, she says that now they appear right at her face, laughing, always a different one. So my take was that my house was haunted, oh was I wrong. 
I recently partly moved away for college and have my own apartment but I come back home on weekends. Everything was great in my apartment until one night I woke up around 1.30 am, checked my phone and even answered a few texts this will be important later on, I put my phone aside and just laid in my bed again facing the wall, wide awake. Suddenly I feel my blanket getting pulled, hard. I grab it will all my strength so it doesn't get pulled off of me. After 2 minutes of this it stops, I just stare at the wall for about 30 minutes before racking up the courage to get up and turn on the light. I run over to the light switch and guess what? It won't turn on so I run back to my bed and turn on the TV. I then start hearing noises from inside the closet as if someone was punching the wall. I stay awake until the sun comes out and I try and figure out why the light didn't turn on and suddenly IT does turn on. My friend tells me that maybe I had sleep paralysis or I was dreaming but I could move so it wants sleep paralysis and I wasn't dreaming because I answered a few texts and I remember what I wrote and there's a timestamp on them. The last two days I spent there it felt like I was being watched. After that I went home for the weekend and I haven't been back there because of the pandemic. So it isn't my home that's haunted because it followed me to my apartment. I absolutely loved that story. Um, to me, it sounds like this person has a spirit attached to them. Um, spirits can attach themselves to other people. Um, either if it's somebody from, say, the past, a past life friend or foe, or it could be even a loved one from, from your current life. So, um, um, I've known, of known a few people that has had spirits attached to them, but they went to, uh, a, a spiritualist church to get them off their back. If you know what I mean. Um, anyway, we're going to go to the last and final story. Um, it doesn't have a name to the story. So here it is. Ryan was my former fiancé, we were engaged to marry until he was diagnosed of stage 4 leukemia, 6 months after he told me to get married. He never told me he was sick. 6 months later, he passed away. I asked to wait because, we don't have stable jobs. Our last words since I didn't know he has leukemia were, if you get well and fully recover, you can impregnate me, I jokingly said. I have to think of something stupid just to lift his spirit up and make him smile. He said, huh, oh, okay. He then closes his eyes. I then leave the hospital. This made me feel like a grim reaper but as soon as I left the hospital, he passed away. I didn't know that will be the last time I'll ever see him again. Or so I thought. After two years of mourning, I met a guy and we got married. I thought I've moved on, but I guess somebody isn't. Ryan. He started haunting me in my dreams. He was upset to why I married my husband and not him. We had an argument. The thing with me is. I'm not normal, I don't know how I would define myself. An empath. I don't know. All I know is I can do things others don't. I can go easily and unconsciously to the world of the dead, as Wiccans calls them, Summerland, I can come back to my body too obviously, here I am typing. I can leave my body even if my body is still functioning. Not nearly dead basically. Dead people can go to my dreams, or I go to their world because I'm being called, my mother mostly, she died 2011 of pneumonia. 
To continue with Ryan, not every day he's in my dreams, but most of the time he is. Telling me that he's lonely over there. That he doesn't care about my husband, to him, I am still his wife even if we never got married. He would only leave me alone if I get upset with him constantly being in my dreams. Funny even in the afterlife, we are still arguing. I told him how can we move on if he's constantly visiting me? How can he be at peace if all he can think of is me? With that said of course, it's affecting me too. I feel like I am cheating on my husband. Today, after a few months of not sensing Ryan around, he came back in my dreams. He basically doesn't want me to forget him, the emotions, that burning love that we once had. His love was like a drug to me, I can't get enough of it. All it takes is one kiss and I can feel my spirit is leaving my body, I can feel the tightening of my chest, it is as if this is not my body anymore but his. He showed me that again through my dream, out of nowhere. In this sort of dream, possibly Summerland, there are a lot of people, like there's an event. Everybody's wearing white. Ryan appeared in front of me with a smile on my face and said, I'm glad you made it, you were almost late. Baffled I asked, late for what? Remember, I want to get married to you? He smiled and took my arm. He made me remember the same feeling I had to each time we kiss. It's been like that, since 2003. Different scenarios but looping. He even built a house for us. I've seen it. He said it was for me. It only takes a few minutes to see him, no longer than three, then he's gone, nowhere to be found. My husband knows. He's fighting too, telling out loud somewhere for Ryan to leave me alone, and Ryan being Ryan, he never listens but only to himself. There are more things to tell, but I'll end it here for the meantime. Wow. Ending the first episode off with a bang. Um, that was probably, the, this was probably the only episode with stories, but that last story, it sounds like, like, um, from the last story, she's got a spirit attached to her, but this time it's a loved one. So, um, and the spirit has got some unfinished business where he wants to marry her, but he can't. <laughs> basically because she's she's she moved on but he hasn't so um i hope you enjoyed the first uh, paranormal shift episode um shout outs to the people who let me use their stories in this first episode um i might actually do future um shows like this in the future but um I'll be talking to my team to see if we can actually get to some locations. We we were planning to go to some locations before the pandemic happened. So I'm going to have a word with the team, see if we can get, get a location and I can speak to you about the location. But until then, it will, uh, the episodes will be about anything paranormal. Um, I might, might be doing something about dolls next episode. So, if you'd like to hear that, tune in next time. Uh, I'm not sure when I'll be uploading, because I haven't actually made a schedule yet. Um, but, making sure you share, share this on your social medias to get this uh, podcast growing. And we, I will see you next time. Stay spooky.
thanks for listening. Tune in next time for a great episode of the Paranormal Shift Podcast.